Expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. Hello and welcome to another podcast edition of Taiwan Talk. I'm Keith Manconi. Taiwan's migrant domestic workers are said to get a long-awaited pay raise. The decision by Taiwan's government to increase monthly wages follows intense pressure from the countries of origin for this group of workers, especially Indonesia and the Philippines. Today on the show, we're going to be hearing from Taoyuan-based NGO Vietnamese Migrant Workers and Brides, an immigrant rights advocacy group that has been lobbying for increased wages for these workers here in Taiwan. So we're going to be getting their take on this news, and here today to give us that take is the group's founder and head, Peter Nguyen Van Hong. Uh, Father Nguyen, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much, Keith, for having me. So just to give our listeners a sense of uh, what has actually changed here, we're talking about uh, domestic migrant workers. So these are workers that come into the uh, homes of uh, Taiwanese families and uh, provide care largely for the elderly. Uh, and for the last 18 years, their wages haven't changed for the last 18 years. Uh, it was set at just a little under 16,000 uh, NT a month. It's now been raised to 17,000, so uh, a little more than 1,000 NT a month increase. But uh, the national minimum wage is 20,000, so it's still not quite as high as the minimum wage uh, enjoyed by uh, Taiwanese citizens and also uh, other migrant groups. This is uh, a specific migrant group that is uh, treated a little bit differently, and uh, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but before we get there, I, I just want to get your general re- reaction uh, to this news. Uh, is this something that your group is celebrating? Um, for me, I, I don't um, celebrate uh, this change uh, uh, after hearing this news. The, the reasons are uh, this group of workers are not, again, protected by the labor standard law. Secondly, they are not fully enjoy the uh, rights of having paid full salary rights as others, other group of modern workers. Uh, thirdly, these migrant workers themselves, they cannot enjoy the rights of being protected by, by the law. And the fourth one is that they themselves, they are not protected, they, they are not given uh, the, the labor insurance like other group of, of migrant workers. Uh, therefore, uh, when the money, that they have, when they uh, Basic salaries increase from uh, fifteen eight forty to seventeen thousand. Their rights is still not fully protected. All right, so a lot of issues to think about. There a lot to unpack. Uh, but before we uh, start doing that unpacking. Uh, first, for our listeners that haven't really been following uh, this news very closely, I was wondering if you could uh, help us understand who this group is. Uh, so these migrant domestic workers, they're largely from South and Southeast Asia, largely women. Uh, what can you tell us about them? Well, um, as you just said, uh, the the workers who work in this industry are coming from Southeast uh, country like Thailand, Philippines, Vietnam, and Indonesia. So this group of people, not only until now, female, they are also male working in this industry as well. When they come to Taiwan, they, um, they themselves uh, not only caring for the elderly, they work as a, a maid in the house. 
and sometimes they are they are taken to work in the employer's relative houses, so that it's very rarely to see uh, migrant workers in this, in, working in this industry and only caring for the elderly. So that meaning that they they work the working hours uh, are more than prescribed in the contract. And so, and so they, they, and then these workers themselves, they when they are under, under that kind of condition, they they themselves, uh, because of language limitation, because of uh, their uh, limitation of uh, understanding the law, and then they, they they don't have many friends here to help them when they're in trouble, and therefore they, they these people they live in fear, and then when the, when 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 they encounter difficulties in in their work, and they. And they, it is very, very difficult for them to find people to help them, even though the government here has a line on 955 to help them. But from my own experience, it's not that effective. Therefore, I, I, I think that increasing the, the, the salary from 15840 to 17000 doesn't solve the problem of injustice imposing on these people. Right. So there's a, a lot of issues uh, beyond the wage issue that these workers face. Uh, and I want to hit one of the points that you just made uh, even a little bit harder. Uh, so you're saying that the, these domestic migrant workers uh, actually fall under a different set of re- regulations from uh, laborers, migrant laborers that come to Taiwan. That's correct. That's because these people are protected by the labor standard law, meaning that, meaning that these workers are protected uh, their rights are protected like uh, Taiwanese workers. But for the people who work in the domestic uh, industry, hey, in, in the household or caretakers, they are not protected by the law. Mm. All right. Well, uh, one issue uh, that does actually affect all migrants uh, coming to Taiwan is the issue of uh, broker fees. Uh, a lot of media points out that to get to Taiwan, uh, these migrants generally uh, are relying on brokers, on middlemen uh, that these migrants hire to set them up, get them over to Taiwan, and then set them up with a job. And and sometimes the fees for doing this are, are quite high. Uh, and so these migrants end up with uh, large loans. Uh, they have to uh, spend a large portion of their income paying back these brokers uh, for their services. And so they're kind of in a bad situation here in Taiwan right off the bat. Uh, now, what we're talking about here is, is a wage increase. So wouldn't this increase, uh, at least you know, looking on the positive side, wouldn't this wage increase go uh, a little bit of the ways towards addressing at least this issue? Regarding um, the amount of money that the caretaker receives um, with the new uh, change, I ask many migrant workers, and they, they, they seem to satisfy with this kind of change. However, they would tell me that uh, why there are the difference between us and uh, people who, are, who come here to work in other industries. So I think that having a little bit more money, that, of course, will, will help them to, to solve uh, other, their own problem a little bit better. So I think that the positive side of it is that um, is that there is a, there is something change. However, I would like to use this opportunity to ask any officers of the of the labor department or government officers that um, when you hear to, when you listen to this program, I would like to ask you to 
to go to go further to clearly recognize that these people are workers coming here to work. Therefore, they have to be protected by the very basic labor standard standard law here in this country. And then, when Taiwan is able to do that, and then it is leaving out its responsibility and obligation to the Universal Declaration of of Human Rights, because making the different different distinction between them, domestic migrant workers and the migrant workers in working in other, in, in other industry, they are publicly saying that we have two system of caring for the migrant worker in this country, and then. Well, and the one system is is uh, is that the, the worker themselves uh, fully enjoy their rights, and uh, and the other system, uh, uh, other workers themselves they they have they, they 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 don't, and I think I think that is not the right thing to do, and if Taiwan want to tell the world that we are respecting the worker rights, and that is uh, the human rights, and then this is what we are we are doing. So, from your perspective, I mean, obviously. Uh, you can't speak for the government, and you can't speak for uh, the uh, families, the employers that are hiring uh, these domestic workers. Uh, but from your perspective, what do you think is making it difficult uh, to get these migrant domestic workers covered by the same laws as other laborers in Taiwan? What do you think is making the government reluctant to take that step? Um, you know that in my time of working here in in, in Taiwan. I have been involved in many discussions and many many meetings between NGO and and the government. We here, men, we propose a law we call that the Household Service Act. Many 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 years ago, and it's already we have some uh, a good number of legislators supported us in the legislation in in the, in the legislative realm. However, we couldn't pass it, uh, the law. Uh, because it doesn't get the support from the labor department and then other in uh, other other legislature so you know that the the issue here is about justice for for everybody who comes here to work as modern workers and and the reason why Taiwan government don't want to do that i think it's very political uh, the presidential election is coming and then other election uh, legislative uh, election, and these migrant workers themselves, they have no right to vote. And then because they have no right to vote, therefore, you know, politicians themselves, they don't, they don't pay attention to, to the rights of, of, of migrant workers. And, that, and therefore, they, 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 they ignore this, uh, this, this issue. And now raising the money for the caretaker might, might affect the way that the employer react to this change. And then they might, they might not vote for the government. And I, and I think that is, um, you know, uh, make it short. These people don't have voice in this society, and therefore they are ignored, you know, by, by the government. And uh, so what do you think it would take uh, for Taiwan to start moving in the direction that you want to see? Okay. Um, now we're talking about the whole picture of migrant workers, not a caretaker anymore. Now, I think for me, the right, the right direction that Taiwan government needs to take the progress system out of the context of employing migrant workers to work in, in Taiwan. So you really feel like that's uh, the root cause here? Yep. The root cause of it. 
so that there would be direct employment between country to country. And then when this direct uh, uh, hiring system operates, and then the worker themselves will not be under a heavy burden of topography in their own country. And then, and when the and when the worker themselves are free from this burden, and then they will, you know, um, psychologically or mentally, they are they are they are more relaxed to 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 work in this country and then to earn money. So that is the first thing. The second thing for the caretaker system, um, you know, I I, I think the the government of Taiwan need to abolish the the, the hiring. Uh, the providing migrant worker to work in the family to care for elderly. However, they, 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 what they need is to to go to the the long-term care system, where the migrant worker becomes a force of working with other Taiwanese people who provide care for the elderly in 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 Taiwan. So it sounds like what you're saying is uh, we need to move towards a system that doesn't take place entirely inside the homes of. Uh, Taiwanese families. Uh, basically, it's just too difficult to regulate the system uh, when it's happening inside people's homes. That's correct. Yeah, that's correct. Yes, and they, it, they, it's very difficult to, to to check it. You know, you know, uh, in my office, I have a very, uh, very tragic. I have encountered a very tragic experience that happened uh, about twenty years ago, where I asked more than one hundred. Uh, 100 Vietnamese female workers who had been raped by the brokers uh, in Taiwan for the duration of three years. You know, a house when, when a worker who are sent to a house to work in in this house, as soon as the the door is closed, we don't know what happened inside. And then, um, and then the when something happened inside, and the people and the worker themselves, they are living in fear, and they work in fear because of the burden imposed on them from the proper fees and the language difficulty and the law and what and, 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 and the context. And these people dare not to talk about it because they are afraid, afraid of being a repatriation. Therefore, I think that, that, you said, that what you just said, that's correct. Yeah, it's very difficult to regulate it. And so why not to change up this kind of system? All right. Well, uh, a, a lot for us to think about and a lot for us to uh, keep our eyes on as uh, this continues to unfold. We have been speaking to Peter Nguyen Van Hong of Taoyuan-based NGO, Vietnamese Migrant Workers and Brides. Peter, thank you so much for joining us uh, once again on the program. Uh, thank you very much, Keith, uh, and um, thank you for listening to my interview, and wish you all the best, and God bless. And that is it for this podcast edition of Taiwan Talk. Don't forget to rate and review the show on iTunes. For ICRT, I'm Keith Manconi. <laughs>